a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still have. Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and uh, welcome to this week's episode. Today we're going to be talking about essentially my theory about what happened at the very end of Rebels. And if you've watched Rebels, you likely know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, then I would encourage you to go back to episode 84 and listen to my roadmap through Rebels that I did with Mr. Caleb Oliphant, um, where essentially we help streamline the process of watching Rebels, give you the most important, the least important episodes to watch, because I don't want to spoil this. And originally, the title for this episode was very much a spoiler, and I changed that because I didn't want to ruin the show for anybody, because it's really, really fantastic. It's not quite as good as something like Clone Wars, in my opinion, but I think it's really, really good. Um, with that said, let's dive into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. All right, so like I said, this is going to likely have some pretty significant spoilers for Rebels. Not even significant. This is going to have one of the biggest spoilers for Rebels throughout this entire episode. So if you haven't watched it and you don't want that to be spoiled, then don't listen to the rest of it. It will still be here when you finish Rebels, so make sure you pause this, go watch it, come back and listen to this when you're done. Uh, But if you're okay with spoilers, then let's dive into it. So spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. Let's go. Um... So, as you may know, if you have watched Rebels, and if you haven't, then buckle up, we're going to be talking about what happened to Ezra and Thrawn at the very end of Rebels, because I think this is likely going to be a major storyline for the Ahsoka show, which just started production, I think, today, if not the last couple days. It's May 9th at the moment. But uh, at the end of Rebels, uh, it's left very ambiguous, because we see Ezra sacrifice himself for the sake of his crew and his friends and his home planet, by jumping away at light speed with the help of the Purgles with Thrawn in tow. So the Purgles, if you don't remember, are kind of those space whales who are capable of traveling at light speed. They're very interesting creatures. And then we see Sabine go off with Ahsoka sometime after Return of the Jedi to search for him. That's the note that um, Rebels ends on, is that kind of hopeful, like, Ezra's still out there, we're going to go try and find him. And then the last we kind of heard about this storyline was in Mando Season 2, when Ahsoka interrogates Magistrate Elsbeth, uh, who's supposedly a follower of Thrawn, where he is located. So, here are my theories as to where Ezra ended up and w- with Thrawn, and kind of what they've been up to since the beginning of Rebel or the end of Rebels. Since we have essentially the time period from right before A New Hope up until Mando Season 2 in the Book of Boba Fett, completely... Uh, open to interpretation because they're not involved in uh, any galactic politics up until that point that we're aware of. So um, so it's kind of a, a completely blank slate. And I have sort of three different scenarios and some smaller scenarios within those scenarios um, to kind of uh, to kind of tease them out a little bit, see what happens because I think these theory episodes are pretty fun. Uh, scenario one, they're both dead. They're, they're just dead. Uh, because they jumped to light speed with a shattered viewport, and realistically, they would get sucked out into the vacuum of space and or uh, just die due to exposure of speeds like that. Um, however, narratively, that is boring, and therefore probably won't be the case, especially since they sort of 
left it that open-ended with the suggestion that Ezra is in fact still alive at the very least. Um, so realistically, that's probably what happened or what would happen. Uh, narratively, probably not what's going to end up being the case. Uh, so now that I got my boring science take out of the way, let's dive into scenario number two, which is that they were forced to become reluctant allies after finding themselves deserted somewhere or stranded somewhere in the unknown regions. So after the Purgles jump to light speed, it kind of sends them flying through the galaxy and they end up crash landing on some backwater world that isn't inhabited by any sentient beings and they're forced to kind of uh, like start a farm, start foraging for themselves. They start out kind of, it's almost like that episode with Agent Callus and Zeb where they're kind of forced to find common ground. And they, like I said, they start a farm, they share life stories and gradually form a connection due to their unique circumstances. And Ezra will continue to train in the, in the Force and Thrawn may then return to the galaxy as an ally with a new perspective because it's unclear if people like Magistrate Elsbeth and whoever else Ahsoka's been hunting down are current followers of Thrawn or they used to follow Thrawn whenever he was in the Empire. So it's it's very ambiguous in that way. So it's unclear whether or not he's currently pulling strings or if he's uh, been or if he used to be pulling strings and she's just kind of trying to chase any leads that she can find. So, haven't teased that one out too much, but uh, all of these will kind of feed into um, a greater theory that I have uh, for the uh, series as a whole, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. And these scenarios aren't necessarily mutually exclusive, except for um, the, the one where they're dead. That, that one kind of trumps all the other ones, if that's true. But um, this next one, a few of them could be true, and it could be a combination of all of them, and it could also dovetail out of the previously mentioned uh, theory. So not necessarily mutually exclusive, but I think that these are the more logical uh, sequences of events. So um, next up is scenario three, which has a lot of sub-scenarios within it, so bear with me. And then, as I say that, I hope that this one is what they do, because I find all of these much more interesting than just them living on a farm together. Because uh, I think that's kind of more its own show than like a subplot within the Ahsoka show, but who knows how they'll do it. Thrawn is uh, found by the Chiss Ascendancy, which is essentially an autocratic, uh, like very sophisticated society of Chiss. Uh, and if you want to learn more about Chiss, then you can go back to episode 81, which is my species profile where I go over Chiss and some other species uh, I kind of go into a brief, like very, not too much detail, but I kind of give a brief rundown of how they act and how they look, how they operate as a species. So if you want to learn more about them, go back and listen to that. Um, and I think that if Thrawn is in fact found by the Ascendancy, then one of three things could happen to Ezra. And one would be Thrawn takes him captive, keeping him as a prisoner of the Ascendancy. And this could either be because of the Chiss's sort of inherent nativist or isolationist policies where they don't like outsiders all that much and they prefer to keep to themselves. Um, and uh, that could be Thrawn's way of sort of bringing him along so as to not abandon him. Or it could also be because Thrawn still considers him a threat and he doesn't want to leave him up to his own devices. He wants to keep an eye on him. So either one of those two could be the case. Uh, another possibility is that Thrawn leaves Ezra behind, whether Ezra refuses to come or the Ascendancy refuses to 
take him or if Thrawn just simply abandons him. Um, I, regardless of that, I think that it is a very real possibility that whenever we find Thrawn, assuming he has rejoined the Ascendancy or at least rejoined the Galactic Theater, I think that it is a possibility that Ezra is still stranded wherever they end up crashing after Rebels. And um, finding Thrawn is just a stepping stone to eventually finding Ezra, right? So uh, if that is the case, I think Thrawn would then quietly grow a sort of small empire of his own influence, uh, which eventually catches the attention of Ahsoka. So being kind of like Darth Maul style, where he creates his shadow collective during the Clone Wars, kind of like under the noses of both the Republic and Separatists, because they're both too busy fighting their own war to uh, notice a small crime syndicate that's forming in the Outer Rim. Um, so, both pretty interesting, uh, pretty interesting things. But I think that this next one is the most interesting option, and that's Ezra joins Thrawn and begins tutelage under him. And while Thrawn isn't, like, Force-sensitive, he is very brilliant as a tactician. He's also a very skilled fighter. And I think that he could have very interesting outlooks on the galaxy and even experience with Force users, because if you know Thrawn's story at all, you know that he has experience with Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader, um, Sidious, all of these individuals, and not necessarily fighting them in combat, and also Kanan and Jarrus. He's seen Force users in action, and while he might not have too much knowledge of how to use the Force necessarily, I think that he could have very interesting outlooks on the Force and of the religions surrounding the Force. Um, and I think that he could use Ezra to further his aforementioned empire uh, if if he still goes down that route, which could be interesting because I know the Chiss had um, these... Um, they were typically girls who were very Force-sensitive, and they sort of acted as wayfinders. They were called Skywalkers. Um, literal Skywalkers, not just the name, uh, like we see with Luke and Anakin and, and the like. But um, I think that that could be really interesting if Ezra doesn't quite fall to the dark side, but sort of loses his way a little bit under Thrawn's guidance. And that's where Ahsoka finds him, and Sabine finds him in at the end of their show um so a little unclear there but regardless uh regardless of which of those happen in this scenario i would think that thrawn would grow his influence after learning of the empire's fall and would do so uh far enough outside the new republic's jurisdiction that it would go mostly unnoticed and i say mostly because obviously ahsoka and sabine are on his trail and they're trying to figure out what he's doing um, but for the most part, they uh, he would be able to do it without too much scrutiny because it would be primarily in the unknown regions, most likely, which is pretty significantly uh, guarded from the watchful eye of whichever regime is in power uh, at any point within galactic politics and Star Wars. But my big picture theory, which kind of feeds in regardless of either the latter two theories end up actually happening, I think that Ahsoka and Sabine will find both Ezra and Thrawn and will reintroduce both of them to the main galactic theater. And I think that he may play possum, he being Thrawn, and pretend to be an ally and then pivot into a sort of heir to the Empire Thrawn, as it were. And if you don't know, heir to the Empire is the uh, book series where uh, after the Empire 
falls after Return of the Jedi, Thrawn then comes in and goes on this crusade uh, trying to reestablish Imperial rule and is, is quite effective, quite effective at it. I personally haven't read it, but I know the bare bones of the story. Um, and I think that Thrawn will either then attempt to reinstate Imperial rule, kind of like Moff Gideon is, or he will begin conquest on behalf of the Ascendancy, which I think is less likely just because the Ascendancy tends to be pretty isolationist. As I said, they don't really tend to conquer. Uh, they can tend to just kind of keep to themselves. So maybe he would do that and they wouldn't receive it well, but I think more likely than not, he'll do it on behalf of the Empire. Um, and either way, I think that Thrawn is set up, being set up, to be a sort of Thanos for you Marvel fans uh, as sort of a big culmination for all the different Star Wars shows that are taking place in this sort of uh, post-original trilogy, pre-sequel trilogy era of like the Mandoverse, the Filoniverse, whatever you'd like to call it. Um, and I think that we might get this big show that might be like an heir to the Empire show or even maybe a movie where you get crossovers from the likes of like Mandalorian, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Luke, um, whoever else is going to be getting a show at the time, you get all these sort of big crossover moments where they're trying to take down this new threat that is Thrawn and as he's spreading throughout the galaxy. Just to reiterate, I want to make sure that y'all uh, know if you want to learn more about Chiss, once again, go back and listen to episode 81 which is uh, my seventh species profile. I go through Chiss and some other things, so if you want more information about them, go and listen to that. If you haven't listened to Rebels and you would like to get into it, uh, go back and listen to episode 84 for my roadmap through Rebels. It's a great show. would highly recommend doing that. And there are also a lot of Thrawn books to read, so if you want to uh, learn more about Thrawn as a character, then I would highly recommend going to read those. I've only read the first one of his new canon trilogy, Um which takes place as he's like getting established within the empire. And I plan to read more, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But I know that there are a lot of great ones from legends, which aren't canon anymore, but they're still really entertaining. And they have an ongoing series, uh, which may or may not already be over. That's uh, taking place in the new canon. So if you want to learn more about Thrawn, I would highly recommend uh, checking those out. So, that's about all that I have for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed it, but this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with just a little bit more. So, Grand Admiral Thrawn's real name is actually Mithranuroto, which is spelled, now bear with me, M-I-T-T-H apostrophe R-A-W apostrophe N-U-R-U-O-D-O. And he went by Thrawn because uh, it would help him better integrate himself into imperial society because they were very anti-alien or anti-non-human in the empire uh pretty racist in that way actually so uh just a little tidbit there uh make sure that you follow me uh twin sun talks on instagram like i said it's at twin sun talks i've started posting reels uh which has been really fun for me to do uh, so make sure you go watch those they're also up on youtube twin sun talks podcast as shorts um, so make sure you go check those out. There's some pretty funny ones, pretty, pretty cool ones. If I do say so myself, I'm still figuring it out, but, uh, it would mean a lot if y'all went and checked those out and then make sure you're following Twin Sun Talks wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, just search up Twin Sun Talks, make sure you subscribe and, uh, have notifications on so you know when new episodes come out. 
And yeah, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye friends.